of Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's trashiest news stories and a look at all the garbage people. If you're enjoying this show, you can support us in two ways. Leave us a review or support us financially by clicking on the link in the show notes. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. God damn, Erica, that was official as fuck. Were you reading that? I I wrote it all down. <laughs> that was great. I'm Cassandra. <laughs> oh, man. Cass, how are you trashed this week? I'm going to go ahead and go for historical trash. You know, holidays are upon us. It feels appropriate to announce on this podcast that I have had sex with someone whose name is Christmas. <laughs> Christmas? Uh-huh. His name was, been- I believe, Chris, but he went by Christmas. Just during, uh, like, a part of the year, the way people change their Twitter names? Or, like, nope. year-round? <laughs> nope. Year-round Christmas. Yeah. And... I don't have any excuses for myself. Uh, He was not the person that I had my eye on at that party. In fact, I made out with that person that I had my eye on at that party. But then that person went home and I got really drunk because this is, you know, back in my really big partying days. And I was like, well, Christmas, you're up, buddy. And... uh, (laughs) You're in the batter circle. You're on yeah. deck. Yeah, he was waiting in the wings, and uh, it's time for time for that understudy to have his first big show. Yeah, the next morning I woke up, and it was that kind of hangover where, like, the smell of any alcohol will make you vomit. Mm-hmm. And so I have a sweaty Christmas next to me, which is going to make me throw up. And then, because um, it turns out I didn't like his personality unless I was drinking. And fun fact, kids, don't sleep with people like that. Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I went to the the kitchen of the house that I was living at, just got a whiff of the party from the night before, and then proceeded to vomit and question everything. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you trash this week, Erica. Well, I I have, and you have, t-shirts that say trash queen yes it was a wonderful gift from you i love it so much thank you uh i loved giving the gift i love being a trash queen yes but i keep it i keep it separate from work of course got to and i was giving a presentation at work about myself And then somebody asked a question and I stood up to demonstrate something (laughs) and everyone said, oh my God, I love your shirt. And I realized, oh no, they just saw that I'm wearing my trash queen (laughs) t-shirt on Zoom and I was mortified. Very professional wear. Yeah, it was a pro move. Very professional looking. I was embarrassed. I think it commanded respect. I like it. <laughs> See, several people asked me for where I bought the shirt, so I sent them a link. Oh, there you go. And the shirt was on sale, which kind of pissed me off because I'm like, Ugh. I paid full price and now you're selling it for almost half of what I paid. Uh, shit pisses me off. I just bought a new dog crate for my dog. It's like a soft crate, which is kind of nice and she loves it. But I paid, I went to an actual pet store to get it. And then I sent the link to like my cousin later. She's like, oh, that's nice. What is it? And I, so I found it for her on Amazon. That fucking thing was $40 less on Amazon than what I paid for at this uh, extravagant pet store. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. But you didn't put money in Jeff Bezos' pocket. No, I didn't. Not this time. Not this time. So that's a tiny victory. Yeah, just a lot of money and whatever conservative monster owns Sentinella. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Let's get into our first story, shall we? (laughs) I would love to. According to the Times leader, it's not the Times leader, excuse me. Back up. According to timesleader.com, a civil lawsuit has been filed in Luzerne County by a woman who alleges that the candies that it contained mold, they tasted like poo-poo. It tasted like fecal aftertaste, according to the civil lawsuit. (laughs) So this lawsuit was done a couple years ago, right? And now they're finally like, it's... It's like coming to a head. So this woman, Mary Marie Sweeney, she purchased a bag of M&M's for $2.99, which like, that's pretty steep. Yeah, that's, that's highway robbery for M&M's. Yeah, that's a big bag of M&M's. And then she got home, put a, cu- a few in her mouth, which like also like, damn, Marie, you waited until you got home to start eating your candy. Like, you're a better woman than me. <laughs> yeah. That bag wouldn't have made it to my house. No, 100%. And then... uh she says that uh, the M&M's tasted like, what is the word you used, that she used? Feces. Fecal matter. Fecal matter. It just tasted like poop poop. Like poopy M&M's. <laughs> oh, she said she had a bad aftertaste in her mouth after brushing her teeth and rinsing with mouthwash several times. <laughs> oh. That gives new meaning to eat shit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> My question for Marie is, how do you know what poop tastes like? Yeah, Marie. Yeah. But have Miss you had McSweeney? Yeah. Have, I mean, what what's the reference point? It's totally cool, but like, have you eaten poop before? Are you into scat play? What's your deal, Marie? Scat play. Talk to me about scat play, Erica. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, I, I just know it's playing with poop. <laughs> I've been a sexual... <laughs> Way, in right? a sexual manner, yes. Well, you know, who are we to kink shame? Just, by God, be safe. So th- what I love is that M&M's is owned by a company called Mars Incorporated. And so Mars Incorporated <laughs> mailed her a $5 coupon for the M&M's. <laughs> they said, oh, they tasted like shit? All right, here's a $5 coupon. <laughs> but they neglected to request the specific package of M&M's to have it tested, nor did the- they offer the couple any guidance. Well, it's probably because they get rewards or complaint rewards, complaints all the time saying like, man, it tastes shitty. And then they just like send out those five dollars. I Look, I've worked at corporate restaurants before. They'll give you anything to just shut you the fuck up. Like <laughs> if you're at a PF Chang's and you say, hey, my Kung Pao chicken tastes bad, like it tastes like there's something wrong with it. You're going to get a server and a manager going, oh, absolutely. We'll talk to the kitchen about that. You know, here's here's this be our guest card. It's for an entree next time you come back. Nobody's going back to the kitchen. Everybody's going back to the computer being like fucking idiots. And you're getting your shit comped. That's it. Wow. That loses all faith in dining out to me. Well, I'm just, I'm here to tell the truth. You come to Trashy Trashy Podcast for the truth. Minus all of our alleged stories and opinions. <laughs> yes. Everything we say is alleged. <laughs> That's a blanket, just, blanket disclaimer at the top of the podcast. Yes, but what I just said about P.F. Chang's is 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> Sweeney, at her own expense, had the M&M's analyzed at a laboratory in Old Bridge, New Jersey. According to the suit, results of the laboratory analysis showed the M&M's contained mold specific to Cycelastrium. Yeah. Nailed it. 
that is mainly found in soil and dung in topical or subtopical regions of the world. Well, where did they get that? I don't know, because this type of mold can cause respiratory infections. Where did, where are M&M's made? In the M&M's factory. Where's that? I don't know. In the sky. <laughs> in the sky. They're like little angel kisses. They just fall down into bags. Where are M&M's made? I feel like this is like an American company. For New sure. Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Well, Doesn't everything all. in New Jersey taste like shit? Damn. Damn. They, I bet I could get a good ass sandwich in uh, New Jersey. You know what? I haven't thought about, or I stopped thinking about last week when you said that you were throwing out cold sandwiches. You got <laughs> You got me fucked up on that, Erica. I don't mean to open old wounds, but if you... No, I'm not going to. (laughs) I later had that sandwich refrigerated. I cut the sandwich in half and had the second half cold, and it wasn't bad. So are you retracting? No. I'm just saying in one circumstance, (laughs) one time. Speaking of one time that this ever happened, and one in a million chances... I have one more thing to say oh, about M&M's. Go ahead. I so I what a fucking excellent segue. But I have one more thing to say. Imagine being so pissed off that you ate poopy M&M's that you conducted at your own expense a laboratory anal- like to analyze this M&M's. You saved the poop M&M's. Mm-hmm. You tried to sue the company the whole time just saving the M&M's and then at your own expense Paid to get them looked at. Where, what, what's up? What, how, what, how is this bugging you so much? Marie sounds like a bit of a Karen, if you know what I mean. Yeah, either that or she had to deal with like idiots like us being like, well, have you had poop taste before? Like, how do you know? How do you know? Like, maybe that's just the way your mouth tastes, Marie. She's like, my mouth doesn't taste like shit. I'll fucking prove it. I'll take you to court. I'll I'll sue you telling me that I eat poop. I don't eat poop. A voicemail and email was sent to Mars Inc. and was not immediately returned at time of press for this article. So we have no rebuttal from the company itself. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. See, we're doing real journalist shit. She didn't have to tell you guys that, and she did. I mean, am I Diane Walters? Who's... Is Diane Walters? I thought it was Barbara Walters. Yep, it is. I'm an idiot. What's <laughs> Diane so... Sawyer is who I was thinking of. And so Barbara the... Walters. The answer is yes, you are Diane Walters. <laughs> I'm my own brand of female journalist. God damn, that was funny. <laughs> am I Diane? Am I, am I Megan Couric? <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go back to that one that you that wonderful segue that you said about a one in a million chance. Tell tell the people what happened. According to the New York Times dot com, a driver of a Netherlands train blew past the stop point and the train itself was captured and secured safely by a whale sculpture. Right. Okay. so this train was on a track and the track curved. But the train didn't curve with the track and instead was like set to just fly the fuck off the tracks. And then this insane sculpture of two giant whale tails caught it. Stopped it from plunging 30 something feet. Like 
whoa. No one was injured or killed in this accident at all. So he was the only one on the train. There. But no, but I mean, still, he could have been hurt. He, he, I mean, he would have died or and anyone below the whale tail would have died. Mm-hmm. So whoever was the guy who chose to like put up those whale tails, despite everyone saying they're ugly, I bet he's like, you know, poured himself a glass of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they said I was an idiot. They said I was foolish. They said nobody appreciates sculpture art anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a really incredible story i mean there's nothing really trashy about it it's just honestly like so crazy we'll post an image of the train suspended to our social media it is like something out of a hollywood movie yeah so on the subject of whale tales did you ever watch degrassi i yeah i popped in and out of degrassi so i watched it a lot as a kid and i remember there's a, a like a an episode where the character Manny, who was always you know dorky and best friends with Emma or whatever, so Manny gets hot, you know, oh. and the way that they signify that Manny gets hot. I mean, this is like <laughs> '90s, early 2000s like fashion. So you know, she's got a horrible hat on and like crops and like really low cut jeans, and she wore a thong to school, and the thong was above the hip hugger jeans thus the was when i learned the term whale tail um, same mm-hmm. yes and i as a tall like cookie dough tube shaped girl <laughs> which is to say that i was <laughs> puffy long and cylindrical <laughs> <laughs> was like oh okay so this is how we're supposed to look hot in middle school. Mm-hmm. Noted. <laughs> what a terrible message Degrassi sent to all of us. Like, I just wore sweatshirts and, like, jeans all the time. I wasn't, and I owned thongs, but they were, like, my little secret. No one was seeing my thong in middle school mm-hmm. at all. It was super, it was like a milestone when you switched to thongs. Like, it was It was huge. Am I asking too personal a question? What kind of undies do you choose now as an adult? As an adult, I love a boy boxer. Ooh. Like a square, like a rectangle underwear. A square. Sure. A rectangle, four sides, uh, <laughs> full coverage. I like it. I've changed significantly. Unless I'm like dressing up or have somewhere to go, mm-hmm. it's going to be a boxer brief looking like a boy short. Yeah. Looking underwear. I I have two types of underwear. I own the same like cotton kind of brief underwear that I order off of Amazon. Like mm-hmm. it comes in a pack of eight. The most like just the most basic underwear. The kind of underwear that you dress a child in. Mm-hmm. And then I have like because I, I, I'll order off of Savage X Fenty. Uh-huh. Which is Rihanna's underwear line. So I have like some sexier laces, not a lot, just just enough, yeah. In case you know a situation arises where I'm like, oh, I should do this. And one of the underwears I have is a high waisted thong, and I'm like, oh, this makes sense to me in theory, but then in practice, I put it on and I go, where, <laughs> where, why, where do I wear this one? Where, who's this one for? I have a, a Spanx thong. 
Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. I'm like, it, like, because it's not even like laced or patterned or anything. So I'm like, I could have just bought a Spanx with a thong. So fantastic. Speaking of savage. Nice. <laughs> Another New York Times story. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I should have mentioned this. <laughs> I do pay for the New York Times. <laughs> North Dakota candidate. Oh, and this, by the way, was a submission from a listener. North Dakota candidate who died of COVID-19 last month. He just won a seat in the state legislature. David Andel, 55-year-old cattle rancher, died last month after being hospitalized with the coronavirus, according to the Bismarck Tribune. It said that his mother told the newspaper that her son, a Republican who in June defeated a longtime incumbent in the primary vote, had been looking forward to joining the state legislature. Aww. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so basically, you're like thinking what I was thinking was, how the fuck did that happen? How did mm-hmm. they elect a dead guy? Well, it's because mail-in voting started before he died. So they couldn't change the ballots. Yeah, not, yeah, they couldn't do it. So <laughs> North Dakota is doing not well with the coronavirus right now. No, they're not. And what a Great way to like exemplify that than to go exemplify. That means like example, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to example, look at me. Damn, I smart. I sound smart as hell until I have to ask you to define the word for me. Then having someone die who was supposed to be elected official. Yeah, cases are on the rise, steadily increasing with a huge spike in October and September for North Dakota. They have. 53,000 total cases with close to 630 deaths. How many people even fucking live in North Dakota? Like once every 53,000 cases, it seems like you got everybody, right? Let's look up North Dakota's total population. Population North Dakota. 762,000 people. Wow. So that's a close to like, that's at least eight to 10%. And they have as many senators as we do. (laughs) Don't get me started. I know, I know, I know, I know. But North Dakota, you guys need to fucking chill. Yeah, get your get your shit together. Like, this is unfortunate, and we wish the best to his family. But it doesn't sound like he was, you know, we don't know, we don't know if he was taking the coronavirus serious or not during his campaign. Republican cattle rancher. <laughs> Allegedly. <I'm> not- <laughs> oh, yeah, right. We're not going to touch yeah. this. <laughs> We don't want to speak ill of the dead. Well, no, we sure don't. Um, Hopefully people will vote differently next time. According to the Secretary of State, Alvin Yeager, he said that he's held this position since 1993 and he can't recall any other time in North Dakota while a candidate died while being on the ballot. I can you I can't recall a time where that's ever happened in history. I feel like I've heard of it like once before. But it was a long time ago. So when Trump got COVID, they were having to like figure out if he dies, like because people had already started voting too. And because this was in October, early October, they're like, what do we do? Like, does Pence become the guy or what? And also, congratulations, Erica. Hey, congratulations, Cassandra. Yeah. Congratulations, listeners. Congratulations, America. Congratulations, the world. Yeah. Yeah. Trump. You know, Trump going out. Trump is done. <sighs> you know who else needs to be done? Could it be our next topic? Yes. According to Consequences of Sound, Erica's favorite website, Lana Del Rey, announced a new album right 
as the election as the election was going on. Tuesday night, she thought, you know what I should do? I should hop on over to Instagram Live and I should announce that while I'm getting my dinner and checking in on the election results, I better tell everybody that my album is going to be delayed through spring. She um seems like she has a pretty lit Instagram Live cuz all of these stories that I don't even know who the fuck this bitch was really until I started doing this podcast with you. And now I feel like I'm talking about her every other week and some bullshit on her Instagram live. I think she knows this is a conspiracy. I think she knows exactly what she's doing. Oh, she knows how to keep the people involved and interested for sure. Yeah. Like I don't think that she's as crazy as she's making herself out to be. I think this is all calculated, like kind of, you know, active troll behavior. I almost don't give her that much credit. I. But it wouldn't surprise me if Lana Del Rey was just straight up trolling us. Yeah. So her new album is going to be called Chemtrails Over the Country Club. And she mentioned that part of the reason why she was delaying it is because the like factories that press records won't open until next March. She is a vinyl queen. I own multiple vinyls of Lana Del Rey. Oh. Just as a full trash queen, I support another trash queen. And I do own several of her albums. What is a song of hers that I would know? Do you remember when I was still young and beautiful? Is that her? I think so. That sounds... I know you will. <laughs> I know that you will. I don't know. That's like, I think that's her. I can't sing, so I'm not going to attempt. But she's got she's got some some songs you would have heard. Summertime, summertime, Sadness. Yeah. You know what I do know is that she did that Don't Call Me Angel song, which was bad, which is upsetting to me because I like Miley Cyrus a lot. And I also like Ariana Grande. But that song was bad. I'm unfamiliar with such song. It was for the new Charlie's Angels movie. Okay. And Lana Del Rey just like really just threw the brakes on the whole song. Yeah, that doesn't shock me one bit. It was bad. It was really She's a solo artist. Like, I don't see her in a collaboration very much. Yeah, well, she did it. She was one of the angels. Speaking of angels, Lori Laughlin is probably on her knees praying to the angels right now, as she is a wreck after her first few days in prison, according to consequencesofsound.net. Lori went into prison strong. She she met with with a prison coach. She took martial arts. I don't know what the fuck she was expecting to happen in this low security ass prison. And also, fuck me. I don't know. I truly don't know. Like, do we need martial arts for the low security prisons? I don't know. But she's she's falling apart. It's a country club. If you have to go to prison, which I hope no one does and that we completely overhaul the criminal justice system and we become an evolved society, but a... (laughs) Low stakes federal security prison is like the ideal place to go. It's a country club compared to other forms of punishment. Yeah. So also just like the reeking of privilege that you can afford your bail. So Mm -hmm. you have time to meet with a prison coach and take martial arts before getting into prison. You're going to be there for two fucking months. I hope someone punches you in the eye. Yeah, I mean... Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. <laughs> I Is she in isolation as well? I don't know. Mm. I, I, I didn't say anything about her being in isolation. I wouldn't want to, you know? I'd like to, to meet the people. Martha Stewart came out of prison fucking great. 
Teresa Judice also went to federal prison. She did a photo shoot for Us Weekly, I believe, in there and like was with her prison gals. Am I supposed to know who that is? Uh, she's a Real Housewives of New Jersey. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you don't know why Lori Laughlin is in prison, um, that's shocking to me, but whatever. Her and her husband paid about $500,000 in bribes to get their doc- or their daughters into the University of Southern California. I don't want to plug another podcast on this, but I'm going to. There's a podcast called Gangster Capitalism. I might mm-hmm. have actually already plugged this on a hoarding episode about their NRA series, but they did a whole season devoted to this college admission scandal. And it is fucking very interesting and juicy and infuriating if you want more information about this. But she is not the only person who's rich and who's getting punished for this, but she is definitely one of the famous ones. I just, it reeks of so much privilege. Yeah. She's, well, she's, I guess she's nervous that something in her mind, or she, it says right here, right here. Lori tried her best to be brave and look at the end result, but there was nothing that could dissipate her fears. It's only two months, but she's dreading it. Her mind keeps telling her that something will go horribly wrong in prison or that her stay could be prolonged. I, I just wonder what, what that first day in the cafeteria looked like for her. What, when she she realized that she wasn't going to get stabbed? Yeah, when she just was like, who do I sit with at this point? Like, that's probably the biggest, you know, conflict she has is like, which lunch table to sit down at? Where will I be accepted? Do you think they're going to recognize me? (laughs) No autographs, please. (laughs) Yeah, no. Fuck you, Lori Laughlin. Yeah, fuck you. And your daughter, Olivia Jade, who has had no repercussions from this. Ugh, and doesn't boo. seem to care at all. Speaking of not caring at all, mm-hmm. according to the independent, or God, why do I keep putting these in front of the fucking website? According to independent.co, two women were kicked off of an American Airlines flight after one of them attempted to hide in the footwell of her friend's business class seat. Now, I don't fly American Airlines, nor do I fly business class. They get footwells? Yeah, they get like footwells where like a little TV screen is. A business class seat is, it's not quite first class, but it's very nice. Uh, well, I mean, is this only on international flights or? Uh, no, this flight was from Dallas to Miami. Whoa, do I need to switch airlines after COVID's over? <laughs> Possibly. The plan was for the friend to remain there for the entire journey as the player allegedly thought the stunt would drive viewers to their YouTube channel. Like for what? You you watch a YouTube video of some bitch in the footwell when a plane takes off? I saw the friend crawl under the J seat, like more exactly the television console, and begin to watch a movie, said a user of Miami Airport, formerly New York George. What? I... Said user Miami Airport, formerly New York George. I'm just reading the facts straight from the newspaper. I just like, like, (laughs) we don't need to put time on this, but I do want to dissect that. My name is Miami Airport, formerly New York George. Oh, man. So the woman was reportedly discovered before takeoff after the flight attendant noticed one seat was empty, despite the fact that the plane manifest was full. You guys, this is some serious shit. They go around and they count you. They Mm -hmm. need to because of TSA regulations. Like, there's no funny business allowed on airplanes. Not anymore. It used to just be a raucous room in the sky. But post 9-11, this shit is serious. I, if I had a time machine, I would go back 
and fly on a flight in like 1960, where it's just like booze and cigarettes and everyone's dressed up real fancy. You know, like people meet you at the gate. Yeah. (laughs) Just that would be cool. I wouldn't do anything else. That's only what I would use a time machine for. (laughs) I wouldn't stop any natural disaster or major event. Nah, no, I'm not going to invest in Google. I'm not going to do – nah. <laughs> I just want to know what it's like to be on an airplane in 1960. One time, Grandpa Curry was sitting at the gate waiting for my aunt to come back with a couple other of my other relatives. And this gentleman sat down next to them, you know, back when you could wait at the gate for your passengers to arrive. And him and my grandpa got to talking for a long time and he was playing with my little cousins and, you know, just a nice dude. And when he got up, my grandpa said, you know, I think that boy used to play ball for OU. I just can't remember what year he played. And my aunt goes, daddy, that's Vince Gill. Who's that? A major country star. Vince Gill. So grandpa Curry was convinced that he was talking to an old baseball player for OU and it turned (laughs) out to be country music's biggest star at the time. Wow. Yep. Back when you could sit at the gate and wait for people. What a, what a concept. You know, as someone who, I don't mind picking up people from the airport, but I'm kind of glad like that at least I can't go inside, you know, I don't have to park. Oh God. Parking is the worst. When I've, parked and pick people up because their plane has been delayed. Mm-hmm. One time my dad, <laughs> sorry to tell another airport story. Papa Curry. Papa Curry one time parked his car at the Oklahoma City airport in the where you pick people up and uh-huh. it's like don't park anywhere because the security guard is going to come tell you to move and or an air marshal. He parked, walked inside and went to the restroom and then came back out and nobody said shit to him. Okay, this is obviously like a discrepancy in airports because I feel like when I've flown, I've flown into the New Orleans airport a couple times, people are just there, just kicking it, just chilling, like chatting, smoking cigarettes, like fucking eating gator. I don't know what they do, but like just kicking it. And I'm like, in LAX, you would be getting tased right now for how long you've just been sitting there. Yeah. Like the South, she just moves slow. She's just different. I I was picking up my luggage and I saw my dad and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I had to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And I was like, you can't park your car. Look, if there's one thing I want anyone to take away from Trashy Trashy Podcast is that you should not have to pay to park at the airport. (laughs) Do the old Kenny Curry way and just park. <laughs> just park. See what happens. See you know what how happens. long it's going to take for them to get a tow truck out? Not as long as it's going to take for you to go in and take a pee-pee and baggage claim. Oh, man. Back to our story. According to Miami Airport, formerly NY George, the woman tried to sneak back to her seat and was busted by the flight attendants. Yeah, so the plane returned to the gate due to, quote, security issues, and then they were obviously removed, the two girls from the flight, and they were screaming that they're being disrespected, they did nothing wrong, they paid good money for that ticket, and then one of them said that she had a child at home waiting for her, and also they took off their masks and refused to put them back on, because, doy. The friends were eventually removed by the aircraft by police. Where's this YouTube video? 
I would love to see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this would drive traffic to their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You know what else would, would drive me to YouTube is to watch, uh, I watch a lot of cooking videos on YouTube. Do you? Yes, I love them. I wish this gentleman had made a cooking video, that's for sure. Yes, according to KEZJ.com, a group of people, including a man from Idaho Falls, was re- or were recently busted in Yellowstone National Park for cooking a chicken in one of the park's geothermal hot springs. <laughs> the culinary event happened in early August, according to Nate Eaton at East Idaho News, where the park authority was given reports of group carrying cooking gear was walking towards the hot springs. A ranger arrived and found the group had two chickens cooking in the hot springs of water. (laughs) The Idaho Falls man was given a citation for walking in the geothermal area in which he pled guilty. He was also given a $600 fine, probation, and is banned from Yellowstone Park for two years. I mean, that's not bad. That's a pretty light sentence. Yeah. But... I mean, what he was doing was stupid, but it wasn't, like, prison stupid. (laughs) No, of course, of course. So just for everyone's curiosity, because I was curious, these uh, sulfur springs in Yellowstone, they burn at about 175 degrees Fahrenheit. Now that's a slow cook. That's slow and low, baby, slow and low. Really get that sulfur in the skin and <laughs> makes those juices. Oh, man. I mean, it's not dangerous, right, to eat? I don't know. It probably just tastes like shit. Because sulfur yeah. smells like rotten eggs, doesn't it? Yeah, it can't smell good. It can't taste good, I bet. What a weird, <laughs> what a weird thing of like, I don't know where I want to eat tonight. Why don't we oh, have some chicken? I don't have I've a pot. I've got an idea. Yeah. I've got an idea. I know okay. we don't have a pot to cook in. Yeah. But what if, and hear me out, mm-hmm. what if we went to the hot springs? In Yellowstone? Uh-huh. That's three hours away. Yeah, but think about the chicken cooked low and slow. Slow and low chicken in the Yellowstone National. Yeah, I can't think of a problem. Round up the cooking gear. And avoid the park rangers. Wild. Absolutely wild. I mean, probation is pretty light sentence, I would say. Yeah, I uh, just think this is silly. I like Cass, it, though. Were you a fan of Hanson when you were a kid? No, I was much more into girl groups. But I'm, you know, not insane. I've certainly heard oom-bop. Well, Isaac Hanson of the band Hanson. Is this the oldest or the youngest? Or the I middle. I believe he's the oldest. Okay. Taylor was the middle, and then Zach. Zach was the baby. <laughs> he played the drums. Aw. We let him play the drums in our little band. Isaac Hansen recently took to social media and typed a kooky, pro Christ, typo laden social media post yesterday about how he believes that COVID 19 is really a government plot to cancel Christmas. Yes, this according to QueerTea.com, which, quick side note, I was reviewing my year. I have that app that's like one second, you know, of every day of the year. Mm -hmm. And so I was like filling it in. Um, Obviously, this year is pretty bleak. But I went to the QueerTea Awards earlier this year in February, and it is fucking insane to think about that. A big room full of people, a really 
like crowded award show, doing a red carpet, and now I can't even be in the same room as you. So just a lot of feelings came up when I saw the website Queer Team. Anyways, yeah, so Isaac Hansen saying that, you know, same as how we've had to cancel Thanksgiving and Easter due to COVID. Now COVID, this government conspiracy is out to cancel Christmas. It gets even kookier because he quoted the Bible writing, I fear God more than I fear death and far more than I fear my government. That's from Prob? Probe? Probe? Probe 910? Probe 910. What, see, like, sh- I abbreviate so much that I read that as probably 910. <laughs> probably 910. I don't know what book of the Bible he's referencing. Ugh, what a fucking... Nor do I care about this garbage person. Weird beard. Like, fuck off, Isaac from Hansen. Isaac Hansen. You know who else can just fuck right off? Who? This woman's former ghost fiance. I love this story, Erica. Uh, According to the New York Times, or excuse me, not the New York Times, quite the opposite, in fact. According to the New York Post, (laughs) a woman has called off her wedding with a ghost because he keeps disappearing. Her fiancé totally ghosted her. (laughs) This is the article. (laughs) Yeah. So a British woman named Amethyst Realm, duh, claims that she got engaged to a ghost and now has to call off the wedding because he keeps disappearing and started partying too much. He's just completely changed. She, Realm, fell in love with a sexy spirit named Ray during a trip to Australia in 2018 and even consummated the relationship on a flight back home. I mean, wow. Talk about joining the Mile Mile High Club and then you do it with a ghost? With a ghost. Did Did she go to the bathroom or did she do it in her seat? Oh, God, what a voyeur. I mean, I would just want to know. I want to know if you're having sex with a ghost on a plane next to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the paranormal cast of Nova later popped the question after their nine-month anniversary, and things were going well until a recent vacation to Thailand, she said. Now, did, when did they go to Thailand together? Did she buy one seat or two? I, great question. I assume one. Who wants a boyfriend who just sits on your lap all day, though? I'm sure he's free to move about the cabin. Mm, But not when the seatbelt signs aren't turned on. She says, I think maybe he fell in with a bad crowd when we were on holiday. He just started becoming really inconsiderate. He'd disappear for long periods of times, and when he'd come back, he'd bring other spirits to the house, and they would just stay around for days. I think he just started doing drugs and partying a bit much. Ultimately, they agreed not to tie the knot. Uh, an observer on spe- on Twitter said, all men are bastards, even ghost ones. Yikes. <laughs> <sighs> you can't marry a ghost. <laughs> I guess not on paper. Like, can we do a wellness check on Amethyst Realm? I think she's doing, you know, she's going to rebound. She's going to find a new spirit. I would love to know how, if this was the first ghost that she's dated or if she's dated ghosts previously. Yeah, I wonder if her type is uh, dead. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of all men are bastards, according to KAKE.com, a Kansas candidate with revenge porn history wins a house seat. Yeah, so we've talked about this guy before. He was running. He dropped out. He came back into the race. He was a Democrat who admitted to circulating revenge porn and was charged at age of 14 with threatening to shoot a high school student has won a state house in Kansas. 
And I think this is this is an interesting story, but the unofficial election results showed 3,496 votes for Coleman and then a total of 2,013 write-in votes for for this guy. No, he won the 3,496 votes. There were 2,000 write-in votes for a, another candidate who ran as a write-in candidate. Oh, that makes sense. Because my next question was going to be, how do you write in for someone who's on the ballot? But he was running unopposed, correct? Correct. Except so that's for the, how the write-in for the write-in. got it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. I mean, this is interesting because, I mean, he's a progressive candidate or a progressive politician, you know, like his posing in his like victory pictures like wearing a black lives matter t-shirt and all this stuff but he's like a shitty dude this is kind of like where i come into question is like can you learn and grow and is there redemption because he's 20 yeah his brain is still forming right and i mean people elect dogs to public office so i guess which i know how much you love (laughs) i love a dog mayor i don't I don't like it. I don't like the the office of the mayor being made a mockery. I would love to run against the dog mayor just to to be like, my opponent says that he's a good boy, but he shits in the house and I know it. Yes. My opponent, he can't eat avocados. Bad for his stomach. Do you want someone that weak? Now me, I just don't like him because I'm a human. You don't like avocados? No. Really? Yeah. I had avocado toast before we started recording. I know. You texted me and I said, good for her. But it's a texture issue with me. I don't care for it. You don't like a mush? I don't care for the mush or the taste, but mostly the mush. Jesus Christ, Erica. I don't like eggs. I don't like avocados. I don't like nuts. I don't like mushrooms. I am an adult toddler. I can't think of anything I don't like. I, I don't like celery. What oh, I don't like celery it? either. I eat it. Mm. I, wow. I can kind of get over it a little bit. I don't like raw onions. I've cooked for you before. How did I miss this? Because I'm a good guest and I'll eat whatever's put in front of me, but I just... You got to tell me if you don't want things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a good guest, you know. That's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty wild. I'm working on eating more foods. Or you could work on, you know, vocalizing. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. Sorry. I'm an adult toddler. Yeah. I might vote for the dog. (laughs) Oh, no. I've lost the race. (laughs) Speaking Um, of uh, losing the race, a Milwaukee County supervisor had to issue an apology after he used Cardi B's song, WAP, to promote a weatherization program. Yes, so this is according to TMJ4.com. Supervisor Ryan Clancy apologized, stating that his post landed badly after he used a photo of Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion from the music video WAP to promote the weatherization assistance program, WAP. And the song Cardi B says, whores in this house, and uh, Ryan Clancy changed it to holes in this house to talk about weatherizing your home. Before it gets too cold. You know, here's the thing. (laughs) I think that Milwaukee County Supervisor Ryan Clancy thought that this would be a cute idea. 
He wasn't out to hurt anybody. And I mean, holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. I think it's cute. I said letting out heat seven days a week. (laughs) Weatherized assistance program. Make that insulation uh, system weak. Go. I mean, what's the big deal? Who was offended? Was it, did people like, are, are they getting offended because there's some sort of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Undercurrent of racism? Yeah, something along that. It's like, is that why they're mad? Or are they mad because they're like, this is inappropriate because these women are talking about their pussies and you're like, what is the point? What? what, what who's mad? Karen is mad. God damn her. And I apologize to our one listener named Karen. <laughs> yeah, you're you're cool. You're cool. You spell it the cool way. I was on Instagram and there's this influencer they follow. She's a model. Her name is Tess Holiday, And she has earrings that I saw yesterday that says like, shut up, Karen. And that was the first time that I really kind of felt like bad. Oh, you know? Poor for Karen. Like, yeah, for people who just like are named Karen. Mm-hmm. The New York Times did something really interesting, as usual, <laughs> where you got to like kind of guess, according to polling data, like how people were voting based on their names. Oh, interesting. And, yeah. And so most people named Karen are actually voting for Bi- or were actually voting for Biden based on like, you know, statistics of like when that was the most popular name and people in that age group and stuff like that. It was really, I thought it was cool. And I was like, damn, like these were women named Karen, like yeah. really going through it. And uh, yeah, for some reason, I just felt very triggered by her earrings. <laughs> I love it. I love Tess Holiday. She's great. She's great. Highly recommend Tess Holiday on Instagram. Yes. Saturday Night Live did a sketch last night with Dave Chappelle where they fired, they were in the boardroom meeting where they were firing Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Okay. And they were like, we're sorry, but we just can't have you representing the brand anymore. And they're like, but I'm, I just make pancakes. Like, I'm fine. And they're like, it's a bad look for us. We're sorry. We've got to let you go. And <laughs> and then they fire Count Chocula as well. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not black. I'm chocolate. <laughs> and then Aunt Jemima's like, I'm chocolate too. It's a really great sketch. I'm <laughs> ruining it. But it was really funny. I was enjoying watching you explain an SNL sketch to like not just me, but the people who listen to this podcast just had to listen to a minute and 30 seconds of you explaining an SNL sketch. And that honestly was delightful. We understand if you've stopped listening at this point. (laughs) (laughs) But you should stick around because you know what time it is. (gasps) Oh, my God. It's time. For the dumpster fire of the week. Don't touch me. Me, 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 All right. This story comes to us from edinburghlive.co.uk. So expensive. Edinburgh. Is it Edinburgh or Edinburgh? Edinburgh. Okay. Expensive Edinburgh. Oh, fuck. expensive edinburgh doctor comes under fire after autism claims she's a 210 pound an hour 
doctor who runs a private clinic, and she's suggesting that autism may be caused by the MMR jab, which I googled, and that's a vaccine, and that organic chicken nuggets could alleviate symptoms. A Sunday Mirror probe recorded Dr. Lorraine Emmett claiming that autism is caused by adverse reaction to children be given the MMR jab, despite this claim being repeatedly debunked by science. Yes, the paper investigated the clinic after receiving a number of complaints from concerned parents about the work of Emmett's clinic that sells an autism treatment plus package, which claims to have improved the development of 80% of its patients. Emma Delmain, a mom who went who has two autistic children, went undercover to pose as a worried mum, Petra, to discuss fictional Ray, Seven. I like when we have to do things from uh, British articles because we have to use words like mum instead of mom. <laughs> I do too. I think I shall start calling my own mother mum. I think if I started doing that, my mom would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'd rather you just call me by my first name. Yeah, honestly, she's like, please just call me Joyce. Like, don't call me mum. You're insulting me. <laughs> In the video consultation, the doctor spoke about how autism is linked to the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccination, and she reckon- recommended organic chicken nuggets. And she's suggesting basically that changing a child's diet can uh, help with autism. Now, the reason why she's called an expensive doctor and has a private clinic is because the UK, as I understand it, has a socialized medicine program called the oh. National Health. What's so, that? Well. <laughs> What's socialized medicine? It's where everyone can go to the doctor. Oh, that's cool. Why? How, how, how do we get that? Oh, because their government just says everyone is a citizen and everyone is important. So everybody can go to the doctor regardless of how much money you make or whether you have a job or not. Oh, wow. Mm, Yeah, I don't think that would work here. Yeah. So this is our dumpster fire of the week. We're we're, we're coming after anti-vaxxers at this point. Yeah, this is, I mean, she's a doctor in a private clinic and is giving out terrible misinformation and was caught recording it saying that diet affects autism or can change symptoms of autism. I just, she just is garbage, hot garbage. Yeah. It's, this is a bad look, dude. Like, honestly, you, you gotta, you gotta do vaccines people for everybody's health, for everyone's health. You selfish fuck. There's a lot of people, I think this is relevant because, you know, we, we may have a, a COVID vaccine mm-hmm. within the next six months or so. And it's kind of like, I know a lot of people who are not going to take it or who don't want to take it. Really? Yeah. Like, I've heard a lot of people say, I'm not going to do that. And like, I get it. Like, I understand, like. You, no, I don't want to be part of the first group that takes it. That's scary. You know, we've even talked about that on here where it's like, oh, yeah, 2020, the year where all the doctors died. But like, if we know it works, like you have to take the fucking vaccine. Yeah. My only fear is that they were going to rush it before and, and put it out like in the last week of October. But if it's going through clinical trials and it's going through all of the proper regulations, like I will take it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking up right now, like, uh, famous, like, anti-vax people. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy, you know, she's uh, uh, notorious. Jim Carrey, who was 
married to Jenny McCarthy, right? Mm-hmm. Like they became that together. Lisa Bonet, anti-vaxxer. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Looks like Jessica Biel. Yeah. Kat, I knew about that. Kat Von D, Alicia Silverstone. Yep. Kristen Cavalieri. Yikes. Selma, uh, Selma Blair. Oh, that's disappointing. She's she's sick on her own. She has yeah, a- yeah. That's pretty heartbreaking. You just, I don't know. This kind of stuff scares me. People's insane. Biden gave his speech um, last on Saturday, mm-hmm. and um, he mentioned like, "Oh, we're going to be an administration." Oh no, this is a speech from Friday before he'd been he won but he said like we're gonna be an administration that like trusts the word of science and i remember the people i was watching him with we were all like why does that need to be said like, why does how that did need we get to be here? uttered yeah how did we get here that that's like we have to choose between science or no science i know i know science should never be politicized this doctor is trash and this like this woman is shit yeah, yeah the key takeaway she asked when asked, she said, the number one thing is diet. And she later sent mum vegan recipes and a report suggesting that it could have profound effects on well beha- and well-being and behavior with improved bowel habit, appetite, and weight regulation, improved sleep pattern, eye contact, speech, and sensory issues, said the report as well. I mean, when my bowel habit is improved i do that is a profound effect on my well-being and behavior yeah like the first half of that statement i agreement but speech and sensory issues which are part of autism no yeah stop just stop hey what a garbage person bye bitch bye bitch so uh what are you hoarding this week i'm gonna take a, a page out of your book oh and i am hoarding the queen's gambit wow i started it yesterday i'm like three or four episodes in fuck yeah i never thought a show but i heard you wax on poetically about it and i was like it's a show about chess get the fuck out of here and i was i didn't say it to you but i wish you would have y'all queen's gambit and every once in a while in the show they say the Queen's Gambit. And I do that Leonardo DiCaprio meme from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where I'm holding a beer and I point at the screen. And I'm like, they said it. They said the name of the show. I get so jazzed. I love that. I'm so glad you're watching it. It's so great. What are you hoarding? I just want to say I liked The Queen's Gambit so much that I'm reading the book now. <laughs> I am now currently reading a book on chess. <laughs> I'm hoarding Watchmen. Yes. So, so I'm late to the party here. So to the other people who are late to the party, I, I recommend joining because it is fucking very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. we got three episodes in and going to keep going for more. It's What was cool about it is that I have no reference to those comic books at all. Mm-hmm. This show simultaneously like doesn't explain anything. Like to, doesn't it doesn't you just have to get on board. But it's uh-huh. like entertaining and well done enough that like you do get on board. It's more like you have to just accept this reality where like these like Doctor Manhattan is real and like these are just the, what's happening in in this reality. But 
but otherwise, you know, it's business as usual. And we're going to explain, you know, things as they happen to characters. And I just think it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the first episode deals with the Tulsa race riots, which was something I grew up in Oklahoma and didn't learn about until like the last like five or six years, which is wild to me that it's not taught. Yeah. That was, uh, that was pretty crazy of like, you just kind of watch this, the, the Tulsa massacre and you go, wait, is this something they, they wrote or is this real? Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Yeah. No, it was real. Scary. Scary and outrageous. Yeah. Are you throwing anything out this week? Cause I know yes. the fuck I am. I am. What are you throwing out? I'm throwing away Postmates, DoorDash, <gasps> Uber, Lyft. <gasps> Everybody that contributed to Prop 22 and was behind Prop 22, I'm I've deleted my premium accounts, my free delivery. I've deleted my accounts. I'm going to try to cook in as much as I can or go get food, but I've thrown it away. Yeah, man, some of the propositions I was surprised how they went and that was one of them where I don't know, like I guess they all that money, money well spent um for them to get that to go through, but do you want to explain to people a little bit what that proposition was? Yes, yeah, so proposition 22 was to count uh independent contractors that work for places like Uber and Lyft, uh, like rideshare and gig economy to count them as employees. The bill itself, I understand if you're like, well they should be independent contractors. I understand that argument, but it was written in such a way they spent a these companies poured money into a propaganda machine to to, you know, commercials, you know, pro prop 22. But it's written into where you have to have a seven eighths majority to overturn it. Whoa. So I understand if like the bill itself was kind of messed up, but passing it means that we can't almost ever overwrite it. Whoa. That's the problem. Like, even if you want people to stay independent contractors, which I've talked to a lot of drivers and they don't support it. And that's why I didn't support it. I think it's bad for labor laws and labor unions. But it's the fact that it's so impossible to overturn now. They basically bought themselves a piece of legislation that became law. Jesus, fuck. That's super scary. Yeah. That's what, you know, big tech can do. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a great thing to throw out. Definitely gives me something to think about. I obviously haven't been using Lyft uh, or Uber for a while, but I've been known to dabble in Postmates. Mm-hmm. So I looked up what I've spent on Postmates this year. Uh-huh. I have like an app that tracks just specific, you know, like what are your expenses on driving? What are your expenses right. on food? It's embarrassing the number of money that I've spent on Postmates this year. Wow. Now, yeah. sometimes I was ordering for a group and people would reimburse me. So it's not like it was all just me. Mm-hmm. But it's like two grand. <gasps> wow. Too much. Yeah. I became I like addicted. To pick up my food. It tastes better when you pick it up yourself, in my opinion. Yeah, it for sure does. But then they like, you know, then they said, oh, if you order tonight, I'll give you 30% off using this code. And it's like, uh, I'm paying less to have it delivered to me. Uh, choices. I know. All right. Well, fuck. Okay. Yeah. What are you throwing away? I am throwing away Donald Trump. Yeah. You fucking one-term ass, racist ass, nasty orange, golfing fat ass bitch. Bye-bye, sir. Bye-bye. What a fucking dream. 
Did you feel it? Did you feel it in your bodies when you finally saw on CNN or New York Times or fucking Fox News or wherever the fuck you watch? Did you feel something just loosen a little bit in you? Because I felt, I felt actual energy just leave my body. Energy and tension that I didn't even know that I've been hanging on to for four years. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a fucking dream. I cried and 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 I cried. I was looking at children on the street and I was crying tears of joy for them. And ooh, get the fuck out. Donald Trump, ya bitch. It's just like 70 days that we have to deal with him still. Yeah, and it could be awful. This might be the worst 70 days of his entire presidency. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like literally just, uh, I mean, the sun is shining brighter. There's There was rainbows all over the sky in Los Angeles this weekend because it was raining and washing out all of that. You, you got to be a real fucking piece of shit when people all over the country and all over the world leave their houses in COVID with masks on to dance in the streets. Because you, sir, are voted the fuck out. Yeah, I watched several videos of people dancing on top of cars at gas stations with signs. Everybody was masked up. Champagne was flowing in the streets. I love it. It was a beautiful day on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. I was in my neighborhood. I could hear the horns and people partying down on sunset all, all, all day. I didn't partake. No. Because I'm not trying to get COVID. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was very cool. And uh, bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. And that's our official stance here at Trashy Trashy. Yeah, it's bye, bitch. We're not trying to have a too political of a podcast, but Donald Trump can literally eat poop-flavored M&Ms. <laughs> I love it. I love to see it. Cass, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cass Cardenas, and you can find me every Tuesday night on the Nooner podcast on the Smodcast Network at 7.30 Pacific, or it's potted on iTunes and wherever you get podcasts. We just released, because we didn't uh, end up recording on election night for our own reasons, (laughs) but episode 253 of Nooner is the Buzzsaw 2 collection. So that's all of the episodes of this this, episode. weird radio play that we've been doing is all together on that. And I've listened to it and there is a lot of inside jokes if you're not familiar with the podcast, but it's still very, very silly. So yeah. it's yeah. the episode I've listened to was very funny. Thank you. I wrote that one. Awesome. Where do they find you, Erica? They can find me at iconic Erica Curry. And I need more followers on Instagram there because I've lost so many for posting about Joe and Kamala so much. <laughs> And Help I say Erica out. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Gosh, I didn't pay attention to that. I think that I'm pretty clear on my Instagram and my Twitter where I where I lie these days. So I don't I don't think I lost anybody. I think everyone's just kind of used to it or they're already gone. They're long gone by now. I lost three followers and it it hit me in the heart. Wow. You really watched that number. The note is three. Like a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> My roommate's like that, too. And I'm like, you guys, it's okay. Some of them are bots. That's fair. But damn it, I want that bot. Yeah, you got to get that bot. Got to get that Um, bot. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you so much. We love you. You can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can always email us why you are trash and or a story 
and we will read it out loud. You can do that at trashytrashypodcast at gmail.com. And we just want to say thank you again for listening. Thanks for those reviews. Oh, yes. The winner will be announced and posted uh, this week. Yes. Sorry. The election got away from me. <laughs> yes. You got to give us a little bit of breathing room. But we got those cucumber cultures coming for somebody. Mm-hmm. Hey, Trap. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> what did you almost call me? I almost called you Hey Trash. What's up, Trash? <laughs> hey, Garbage. I will. You too, girl. <laughs> Bye. Bye.